0: Some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host Connie Albers. Glad you're here. We're going to talk about boredom. How many of you? I would say raise your hand, but you know you can message us or follow us on social media and let us know when this goes live. I want to know how many of you experience boredom—boredom with life, with work, with the activities that you do with the routines maybe just your simple routines that you're doing you're just bored you're lacking feel like you're lacking creativity or motivation or just you're just bored it got me thinking because there have been multiple seasons throughout my life that I get bored and I'm no different than you we're I mean we're all alike some some people like rhythms and routines i mean they just they really like them and if you are raising children who They don't like it when you change their routine too much. It really upsets them. That's another episode for another day. I'm going to talk to you about when you're dealing with boredom or your kids are dealing boredom, often hear, mom, I'm bored. And you'll hear a lot of people say, well, then just go play outside. Well, that just kind of leads to trouble sometimes if there's not any guidance. But in our episode today, we're going to talk about things that you can do for yourself personally, with your teenagers, your college kids, if they're at home, your middle schoolers. But if you hear the word, I'm bored, what can you do? Well, I don't even know that it needs much of an explanation, but basically it's just you're tired of the same old, same old. And it could be any of the things I mentioned just a couple minutes ago. And you really don't know what you can do about it. Well, as we think about boredom, boredom is actually a really good thing. Because in our culture, it's almost like we're running at such a fast, high pace. We don't have time. We don't have margin. And in order to get bored, you typically have to have enough time to think about it, to think about like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to have to do the same type of work. I don't want to do the same math problem. I don't want to write the same essay. I don't want to do the same drill. I don't want to practice the same song. You could fill in the blank with, I don't want to do whatever it is. You have the same thing. Your kids have it as well. But as we think about you know, life, and life can be somewhat repetitive, For us, the grind of making breakfast, lunch, dinner, 15 different snacks, it gets old. And for some of us, and this is me included, I like variety. I'm one of those that let's add some spice, let's add some adventure, let's add a little bit of this and that to change it up. But I also really appreciate routines. Because with routines comes rhythm and productivity in a different way. And if we don't have time to be bored, to ignite our creativity and our innovation and our sense of adventure, then we end up just robotic beings. We just do the next thing, do the next thing. It's like a factory worker in an assembly line. They put the same part. They do the same repetitive action over and over and over. They clock in and that's what they do. They clock out and they go home and, you know, they have their nighttime activities. But boredom being a good thing that it is. It's also something that we have to kind of identify and then decide, hey, what are we going to do about it for our own lives and for our kids? So I thought I would share a couple of tips with you that have worked. I have some children that love routine. They love order. They love a checklist. (laughs) I like checklists, but sometimes I don't like them either. I have to change it up. But some of your kids might not like to, and you might not like to. You might be a creature of habit. Have you ever heard of that phrase? You feel comfortable knowing what's coming before, what's coming after, and what you're going to do in the middle. There's nothing wrong with that, but we have to realize that we're all different. And boredom is a part of life. Even those that love the same old, same old, even if you're like that. Or if your kids are like that, even they get tired of the same old, same old after a while. So I thought, well, let's just kind of talk about how can we overcome boredom? We have to identify it first, right? So we first have to identify what it is. And it's just like I said, it's the repetitive action. It's the same old, same old. It's there really no, it requires no brain cells. We just do the same thing every single day. We load the dishwasher We at the same time we unload it. We I'm just thinking of all the repetitive tasks. There's like a million of them. If you read all the highly successful, how to be, you know, successful books, they'll talk about having structure and order and routine. But something we also have to factor into, I I agree with all of those. But we also have to factor in time to dream and think and come up with solutions to problems that exist in your life. You need to solve them. You got to have time for that. You got to identify where you're going and where it's coming from. Sometimes it's really important to know if you're stuck and it's time for a change or if it's just you're tired of the way that it is and you need to liven things up a bit. So some of the ways, like if your children are coming around, mom, I'm bored, encourage them to try something new. And this goes for you as well. Try something new. It's funny because we would try, as my kids were growing up, we would try a different sport, we would try a different activity, we'd go canoeing, or maybe we'd go out on a boat, or maybe we would go for a hike, maybe we'd take the bikes and ride a bike trail. We would really look to try something different that wasn't the normal, it wasn't part of our daily, you know, got to get these things done. It gives you a fresh perspective when that happens. Next, in order to overcome the boredom that we often can face and our kids can face, we want to reframe our thoughts. And there's a lot of books out about mindfulness right now, being mindful, and I'm not going to go into all of that, but we have to reframe our thoughts when we're bored. And, And what do I mean by that? Well, you want to be careful what you're allowing to come in your mind and constantly occupy space between your ears. What are you dwelling on? And this goes with your children. If your children are bored and you've tried some new things and you're encouraging them to try some some new activities or cooking projects or ways to build things or design things, draw different, you know, if they're artists, they can draw something different with a different medium. Because they're learning something new, you encourage them to listen to an audiobook or to, you know, watch some video tutorials about a, something specific that maybe they're interested in, but they've never really explored much because why? Well, we don't have time in our lives to do those things. We don't have time to be bored, but we do have to reframe our thoughts. And when we reframe our thoughts, that's me, that's you, that's our kids, regardless of their age. We have to help them come up with some positive, grateful statements. And we have to think about what's causing the boredom and where we want to go and what we can do to overcome it or what we can do to like change things up a little bit. So if you are finding yourself, because, you know, it's in the middle of winter, people are tired of where our seasons are, especially if you live in a cold climate, you're tired of the snow, you're tired of the ice, you're tired of bundling up, you're tired of the mounds of laundry because you have to layer. If you're not in the north and you're in the south, you're still looking forward to summer break, summer vacation. Uh, The new year has just rolled in and you're already tired of the same old thing reframe your thoughts, take them captive, find the good in what is the routine that you like, and then specifically look for ways and talk to your kids. And if you're married, talk to your spouse about things you can do to reframe your own thinking, because maybe you're tired of the same old, same old. So we're going to try some new things. We're going to get active, get out of our rut. And that just means take a step in another direction. I call them pivots. Sometimes we just have to pivot. And pivot just means going one way or another. It doesn't mean right or wrong. It just means going one way or another. And like with your children, especially your teenagers, if you tell them just go do such and such, well, oftentimes they can end up making some bad decisions without Your guidance. So you want to help guide them. You want to give them some suggestions, not go do this, but some suggestions. And I know they'll say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, I get that. And you and I, I don't always like all the suggestions I'm given either. So instead of saying, go do this, say, Hey, maybe, maybe you want to consider go kayaking, go for Try a new recipe, especially if you're cooped up inside. Read a different book or try something in your, you know, with some of your toys that you haven't built before. Do something that's a little more physical. Maybe you can lift weights or maybe you could try a dance class. Give them suggestions. Give yourself some suggestions as well. As a mom, And I know I'm talking all the subgroups here. I've I've talked about your teenagers and yourself, and it seems like I'm going back and forth. I am going back and forth because we all experience boredom. And we all don't experience it at the same time, at the same level, at the same ages. We go in and out of it. And so what I'm trying to help you with is when you're facing being bored, you kind of create the schedule You can change it up a little bit, change the order. Sometimes just changing the order of your day with the areas that you can can make all the difference in the world, can make you feel like, wow, this is really cool. I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Try to find and focus specifically on those things that are good and right about what you're doing, especially if you can't change them. So if you have to get up and you have to get specific things done at a specific time, Find ways that you can, positive ways, that you can think about the process that you're doing and why it's good, or ways that you can do it better. Maybe ways you can do something faster. Create your own challenge to be more efficient or more effective, to clean your room faster, or to get a project done, or to get your math assignment finished challenges are really good i mean if you see online you see challenges all the time people are challenging you to a fitness challenge which i know all of you that set new year's resolutions um by now most of you have probably teetered a bit and if you're still with it you're hanging on by a thread most of you all those new year's resolutions to go to the gym that you're paying all that money for to go Call, you know, you're going to call somebody once a week, or you're going to do, you're going to journal every day, or you're going to lose, you know, 50 pounds, whatever it is. Life kind of went back to normal. And that means your old habits became the old habits you put back on. You had good intentions. But boredom sets in about now. We're ready for a change. I mean, with a harsh winter, we really look forward to a refreshing spring, new life, new beautiful flowers, buds on the trees, on the flowers in our gardens, and our kids look for that too. And it's okay. It's good. It's good to be bored because when we're bored, we have the opportunity to discover and create and be inventive and innovative. And I know I talked about this in one of the podcasts that God made us to be explorers and innovators, to be creative, to get outside our own way of doing the same thing over and over. I mean, God made us to be that way, but as life goes on from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed, Oftentimes, we don't allow ourselves or we don't encourage ourselves. We don't give ourselves permission to just think about and do things differently, to overcome that boredom. And we have to. It's good for our health. It's good for our emotional and physical and even our mental health to change things up. It keeps us refreshed. That's why God gave us seasons that's why there's four seasons. And I live, you know, I live in, in an area where we really don't have four seasons. We, we basically have one, and that's like summer all the time with a few days of what we would consider spring and a few days of what we would consider fall and maybe a week of winter. And that's about it. I like it, but God made four seasons. And when we have gone through a season of winter, harsh winter. We really eagerly await the freshness and the newness of spring. And we, we've gone through a blistering summer, man, we want a reprieve from the heat, from sweating, from just the hot. We want a coolness. And that's when autumn comes in. And so when we talk about boredom, whether it's us, like me, I get bored. I've got to have a change. I can't do the same thing over and over and over and over. I have to find a way to make it to either go faster or be more creative or change things up completely. If not, I go crazy. I didn't like what happened during the pandemic. I'm an extrovert. And for me, it was very difficult for my introverted kids. It was like great because they didn't have to talk to anybody. They didn't have to do anything. And even though that's the way they are wired, so to speak, even they got bored. They got tired of it. They needed a change. So we're going to reframe our thoughts. If you've got some, you know, what I call stinking thinking, if you've got some negative attitudes or thoughts, you know, you start grumbling and complaining, you've got to shift that up. You got to start, you know. Your parents used to tell you this. Your mom and dad used to tell you this count your blessings. You do need to count your blessings. There's a lot of blessings to count, no matter how bad it is or how tedious things are. There's still blessings for us to count. And what's amazing is when we do that, how everything about us changes. It's like we come alive again, our creative juices. Start going, we start thinking outside of the box again, and everything isn't dull and dismal. And you got to find other people that you can connect with. I love when one of my kids would be bored with something. And we would, we'd think about, okay, what new activities could we do? How could we change up our schedule? No, you don't have to do math first thing in the morning. You can do it in the afternoon. No, you don't have to do read this book. You pick a book. I mean, just little ways. Overcoming boredom sometimes is just little minor tweaks. Just a little bit of changing it up. It doesn't mean you're not going to be productive. It doesn't mean you're not going to get things finished. It means that you may discover a faster way to do something, a better way to do something. Maybe you'll realize that, you know what, I don't need to do that at all. But boredom in and of itself is not a bad thing. And if you are running at warp speed right now, which is most of us, I need you to unplug a bit and get a little bored. Get some free time to think, to dream, to try something different. Some of your children are going to need to be encouraged to do that. And some are going to be itching. They, They would change something every single day. So there is a balance. In the rhythms of life, there's a balance. is what I have found. There's a balance. There's sometimes winters are mild. Sometimes they're harsh. They're not all the same. Sometimes there's blistering, squelching summers where temperatures are above 100 degrees. And sometimes they're mild. Sometimes the springtime is full of rain and rain. April showers bring made flowers. And sometimes it's a dry spring. The flowers don't bloom quite as big as they had, or they're not as fragrant. And sometimes it takes a while for the fall leaves to turn because it takes a little while for summer to end and autumn to usher in. And the reason this is so important is because our our lives, our lives are designed to be filled with adventure, to be filled with exploration. But we also, when we hit that point of our kids or even Us, me, going, I am so bored, which it always happens to me this time of year. I'm bored of the same old, same old. I want to be able to change out the closets. I want to be able to do spring cleaning. I could do it now, but I mean, I want to be able to do those things. And sometimes we just have to give ourselves permission. So we have to have the natural rhythms of life. We have to have some routine, some order because when there's no order, there's chaos. So we have to have that. But sometimes we can get so stuck in our order, in our routines, in our daily to-dos, that we never break out and then we burn out. And that's never very good for anybody. You know, I was thinking about all the productivities productivity books because I, I speak with a lot of leaders and I talk a lot about strengths and strength finders and what leadership looks like and leading teams and leading your children and identifying your children's strengths and what does productivity look like? And there's some characteristics about successful people when it has to do with boredom. And here I thought I, thought I would just share a couple of things with you. One, they do have routines, they do have a, a morning routine and an evening routine. That's not bad. What those routines look like can change. Maybe if you've got children, you read and then brush your teeth and then go to bed. Or you play a board game and then you brush your teeth. You change things up to keep things fresh and and perspective. It does not mean that you don't have a routine. That's what I don't want you to hear. I want you to hear that, yeah, you want to have some routines. Because the sun rises, there about the same time every day, and it sets about the same time every day, give or take, you know, an hour, minutes, depending on daylight saving time, but we won't even go into that. So the natural rhythms of life require that, but also we get tired of it, and God knows that. And we have the ability to make those changes and set some goals set some goals to every six weeks we're going to try this new. Every other week we're going to take a break from this and we're going to do that. Anything done in excess, even that becomes boring. We live life in moderation, right? We live life with the natural rhythms of life and that helps us to be able to get things done in a, I would say in like a an orderly way and remember when i started i was talking about having positive thoughts and and being thankful we want to be grateful be grateful it's easy i mean how, i can't even tell you i think my kids would probably say mom that's all you ever said was be grateful that we have food on the table i am but i'm really tired of having you know canned corn every night there's only so many ways you know i get tired of it and I'm not, I'm just, that's an example, you guys, but you know exactly what I mean. Be grateful. That doesn't mean you can't change things around and it doesn't mean, and there's this it's a fine line though, friends. It's a fine line between being grateful and then being complaining. Like if, if we're complaining about it, then we're not grateful. We can be grateful and still want to have a change. Just like we want the seasons of life. You know, we want spring to come after a harsh winter. It doesn't mean we're not grateful that we had this wonderful snow and these wonderful Christmas, uh, that we had winter and it was wonderful until it wasn't. It doesn't mean we can't appreciate where we are, what God's doing, where God has us and look forward to spring, a change of pace, a change of scenery, a change of thinking Reframing those thoughts from negative to positive, from discontent to content, from unappreciative to appreciative. And we want to talk to our kids and not make it seem like if they get bored, that they're just, they're not grateful. They might be. I'm not saying they're not. Or if they get bored and you're like, well, just go do something else or I don't want to hear that, or you shouldn't be bored. Look at all you have. If you really stop and you think about your own life, our kids are no different from us. They just probably say it louder and more often than we do. It doesn't mean that we don't often get bored with things in our lives. Again, God made four seasons. After a blistering winter, after a frigid, frosty winter, we look forward to the fresh newness of spring. We pull out different clothing. We pack up the wintry items that we needed to get through. The firewood gets packed away or burned up. We plant new flowers or a garden. We have a fresh new perspective and outlook. What changed? a date on the calendar, the temperature on a thermometer. What changed was something was different. We changed up how we did things, what we were doing, the simple activities of what we were doing. So there's nothing wrong with getting bored. Some of the best ideas we can ever come and the the solutions that come from being bored because we get creative Happen all the time. And you and your children, you first, because you're the parent, you get to model that for your kids. You can grumble and complain, but that doesn't honor the Lord. You can talk about how bad everything is, but that doesn't change anything. So you get to model to your kids what to do when they're bored. You get to help them learn how to change things up when they start feeling bored and they start vocalizing their discontent and displeasure with their situation of today or their season of life. As I've said before, and I say it often, painting pictures of possibilities, always, always give your kids a what is possible scenario. Yes, winter has been brutal. Things are happening in our culture. Things are happening in the nature of their friendships. They're tired. Maybe they get tired of some of their friendships. They don't throw them away, but they can seek out some new friends and get to know other people. So if it's us that are getting bored, we need to practice the disciplines of reframing our own thinking, of trying some new activities, of giving ourselves permission to change what we can up to add something that's fun and makes us laugh and enjoy the simple things. And you know, when we do that with our kids and we show them, hey, this is coming, spring's coming, things are going to change. It gives us all a sense of God's wonder. God gave us something different to look forward to every few months. We can do it every few weeks. We can do it every other day. We have that ability to do that. And when we do that, guess what? We give our kids skills that they will be able to use today, tomorrow, and in their adult life and with your future grandkids about overcoming their own boredom and learning how to be productive and not wasteful and not get themselves into trouble when they are bored. But you give them strategies and tools that will help them so that they know what to do when they get bored, and you know what you can do. It's a lot of thinking. it's a lot of just taking hold of our thoughts and allowing ourselves to think a little differently. And that is what we have the amazing opportunity to do. So how about it? What can you do to change things up? I want you to write them down. Just pick one or two things. Please don't do too many. That's gonna be like the New Year's resolution. Make it something simple. Make it something fun that interests you or something that interests your kids. I challenge you. I think you're gonna like the results and I know it will help your children and it will certainly help you as we move away from the winter that we've been in to the spring that's ahead. Thanks for tuning in to Equip to Be. I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. You know, we're just so grateful for you. I was at a podcast conference for just a little bit and talked with several podcasters, and we just are so grateful that we have this medium that I get to come to you every week, and I'm just so grateful. Please tell your friends about Equip to Be. Make sure you subscribe, download. Make sure that you get on our email list because that's how we let you know what's coming. We also highlight some other shows that are relevant to what the podcast is today, so thanks for tuning in to Equipped to Be, and I will see you next week.